Shalom to all. Today's daf is Pesachim Daf Membeis, and we are starting 11 lines from the top, the first word on the line. The third parak of Pesachim, which we will be starting today, is sponsored by Ben Wallach Music Productions. He should be blessed with Hatzlach in all of his music-making endeavors and be granted Parnasa B'Shefa, Bane Chai, Umzayin Revichei. And the Mishnah had said, that the water that the bakers of matzah used to use to cool their hands off has to be poured out because there's little pieces of dough and it's going to be chametz. Tani Chadu, we have one breast that says, it has to be poured out in a sloped area. It's not going to be poured out in an area that's Ishbiran. Rashi says, this means cracked, meaning the ground is cracked and it's fairly level. And we have another breast that says, you are allowed to pour it out in this area. The Gemara answers, like Kasha no Stira, Hadin Fishi, one is talking about where we have a lot of water, the Kavu, it's going to gather together in one place. Therefore, you have to pour it in a sloped area. Hadalainafishi wants to talk about where we don't have a lot of water. Delaykavu, it's not going to gather. You could pour it in a non-sloped area, and it will just soak into the ground. And Amrab Yehuda, Ishalaytalush, Ella b'Mayim Shalanu, a woman who's kneading matzah dough should only do so with Mayim Shalanu, which means water that slept overnight. It should be drawn from the spring during the day, should wait overnight, and then only use the next day. And Joshua Rav Masnu Paponya, Rav Masnu Darshan this in Paponya. Lamarcha the next day, Isukule Almachadzvayu. Everyone took their pitchers, Vasulagabe, and they came to him, and they said to him, Havlan Maya, give us water. They thought he said Maim Shalanu, our water, meaning like Maim Shalanu Vlay Maim Shalachem, our water and not yours. So they said, You have to give us water. Amrulhu he told them, No, Amri, I meant water that slept over. Darsh Rava Hidarshand, Ishaloy Talash Bachama, a woman should not need the Masado in the sun because it's gonna warm it up and make it become chametz quicker. Vlaibachame Chama, and not with water that was heated by the sun, Vlaimaim Hagrufimina Mulyur, and not with water that was taken from the bottom of the copper kettle that's over the fire. Rashi says, even if the fire's off, meaning there's no fire here, the water that's on the bottom of this kettle is still very hot, so you shouldn't use such water. She should not take her hand away from the oven, which means she shouldn't take her hand off of the dough. She should be constantly working the dough so it doesn't become chametz. I should take more as until she finishes all the bread, meaning until she finishes all the matzah. She needs two different vessels of water. One that she uses to baste or smear the dough with to prevent it from becoming chametz. The one that she dips her hands in to cool them off. Who the question is asked? What about if she was over and she needed her dough in the sun or she used this water that she wasn't supposed to use? He says, It's still mutter. As long as it didn't become chametz, you're still allowed to use it for matzo. Ravashi Amr, he says, Asr, it's Asr. Even though it didn't become chametz, you're still allowed to use it because of Gzera. Amr Marzutra, he says, How do I know this? We have a brasa. We learned about this previously. One is not allowed to soak barley on Pesach itself. If he did do so, If they cracked their Asr, meaning if they absorbed so much water that they're on the verge of becoming chametz, so then it's usher to use but if it didn't crack mutarn so then it's mutter so we see that even though he did something he wasn't allowed to do nonetheless there's no gzera Rav Ashiyamar, he responds and says is everything woven into the same weaving where the Chachamim stated that even though someone did something wrong, we're not going to be geyser, that's where it was stated. Wherever it wasn't stated, so it wasn't stated. And over here, we didn't say anything that if the woman used the incorrect water, it's still going to be usable. So therefore, one is not allowed to use it, according to Ravashi. finishing the second paragraph of Psachim. We should be zechah to finish all of Masechah's Psachim together. And of course, all of Shas together. And the new parak starts out, the Mishnah says, Pesach, the following things, a person is going to be over, Bali Yura, Bali Matzah, for keeping in his house on Pesach. 
Kutach Habavli Babylonian Kutach Vishech Hamadi Median Beer Vachemetz Adami and Adumian Vinegar Vizesim Hamitzri and Egyptian Zisum Vizemish Shal Tabaim and Dyer's Zaiman Vaamilan Shal Tabachim and Cooks Amilon Vekailan Shal Seifrim and Scribes Kailan. And we're going to explain all this in the Gemara. Rabbi Lazar he says Aftachshite Nashim even women's cosmetics Zaklal this is the rule Kalshu Min Dagan anything that has grain in it and that grain was Chametz Hareza Over Pesach he's going to be over having it on Pesach Hareilu Bahazara it's a lav but if he eats it, he's not going to be chayev karis. And the Gemara says, Tan Rabbanon, Shoshedvarm Nemar Bekutach Habavli. There were three things that were said about Babylonian Kutach. Metamte Masalev, it clogs up the heart. Umesamase Naim, and it blinds the eyes. Umachsh Saguf, and it weakens the body. Metamte Masalev, it clogs the heart. Mishum Nesuba Dechalva, because it has whey in it. And this whey, this byproduct of milk, causes his heart to be clogged. Umesamase Naim, and it blinds his eyes. Mishum Milcha, because it has this Melch Sodomis, this Sodom salt in it. And he's going to touch the Kutach, and touch his eye, and it's very bad. Umachsh Saguf, and it weakens the body. Mishum Kumnisa De Uma, because it has moldy bread in it. Babylonian Kutach is not very good for you and I'm assuming the reason why people ate it is because it was very tasty. There are three things that increase the excrement of a person and it makes a person have a bent posture. And it takes away one five hundredth of a person's eyesight. What's that? Coarse bread and new beer and raw vegetables. Rashi says, for example, leeks and onions if you eat a lot of them. There are three things that minimize a person's excrement. And they give him a straight posture, and they brighten his eyes. What's that? Pasnikia, clean bread, basar shamein, fatty meat, viyan yashan, and old wine. Pasnikia, what's that? Membez on on top. Dismida, it's made out of fine flour. Basar shamein, what's that? Fatty meat. Ditzfir to deloy iftach, we're talking about goat meat that never had a baby. Yain yashan, old wine. Atik atike, Old, old wine. Rashi says, it's three years old. And call me Lidamalahai. Anything that's good for one part of the body or one sickness, Kashalahai, it's bad for a different part of the body. With the Kashalahai, if it's not good for a different part of the body, Malahai, so it's good for another part of the body. Bar Mizang Vila Rativa, except for fresh ginger, Upiblia Richta, and long peppers, Upas Nakia, and clean bread, meaning as we had said, fine flour bread, Ubasar Shamein, fatty meat, Vian Yashan, and old wine, the Malakula Gufe, that's good for the whole body, and it's not bad at all for your body. And the Gemara explains the Mishnah Sheikh. We had said Medean beer. What's wrong with having that on Pesach? The Roman Bay because they had placed barley water in it. Back in the day, most of the beer they used to drink was actually date beer and was not chametz. However, if we have beer that has barley water in it, such as most of our beers, unless of course it's a wheat beer, then that's going to be chametz, and that's what Sheikh Hamadi is. What is this chametz Hadami the Mishnah spoke of? The Shadi Bay again, they had taken barley and they placed it into this chametz, into this vinegar. And now we're going to learn a little bit about vinegar. Amrav Nachman, Bitchila, originally, meaning before the destruction of Esamekdash, Shayim Evim Nesachim Yehuda, when they used to bring the wine from Yehuda for the libations, for the Nesachim, Loi Hayagenim Shal Yehuda Machmetz, the wine that came from the region of Yehuda would not become Chaimetz, it would not become vinegar. They had to put barley into it. And they would call it Chaimetz, because any type of vinegar was this wine that they had placed barley into. The Achshav, and now after the destruction of Beis HaMikdash, shal machmet. the wine of the Adomim does not become Chaimetz, it doesn't become vinegar, until barley is placed into it, and that's called Adomim Chaimetz, Adomim Vinegar. This is the fulfillment of the Pasuk, I will be filled 
from the desolate. Imalazu kharvazu vimalazu kharvazu. If one is full, the other one is destroyed, and if one is full, the other is destroyed. Meaning, whenever the Bnei Yisrael is on top, so then everyone else is underneath, and whenever everyone else is on top, so then the Bnei Yisrael are underneath, and we are not in our prime. Rav Nachman we learn this from the following pasuk: Ula'im mil'im yamat, and one kingdom will be stronger than the other kingdom. Rivka, when she wasn't so sure what was going on in her stomach, she didn't know she had twins, so she was told she has twins in her stomach. Ula'im mil'im yamat, and we know that whenever Yaakov's up, Esav is down, and whenever Esav is up, Yaakov is down. Tanya, if a bride saw Amr Yehuda, he says, Be Yehuda in the region of Yehuda Barishina originally, meaning before the destruction of the base of Mikdash, Halakeach Chaimitz Me'amarts. Someone that bought vinegar from an Amarts in a Tzarech Laaser, he doesn't have to take off Meiser. Venisha Chazaka, we have a Chazaka in a Ba'al Menatemid that only comes from Temid. It's not actual fruit juice, it doesn't come from wine, it's from Temid. Now, the Temid being referred to here is a fermented wine drink made by soaking the grape skins and pulp in water. As we said, wine didn't turn sour, so they may do with this type of vinegar. And seemingly, there's no reason to separate mysis over here because it's just considered like flavored water and it's not actually coming from the fruit itself. But the Achshav, now, after the destruction of Beis HaMikdash, someone that buys vinegar from an Amar'at, he has to take off Yain. the Chazak is that it's coming from wine, and any sort of produce that's being purchased from an Amar'at has to have Meister taken off of it. The Gemara asks, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda really holds that Temed doesn't need to have Meister taken off of it? But tonight we have a Mishnah, Hamisa made someone that makes temed, and he placed a certain measure of water into the grape skins and pulp, and whatever he took out was the exact measure of water that he put in, putter, it's putter from having masters taken off of it, because that means that no juice or liquid from the actual grape skins or seeds went into his water. So it's really just flavored water. Rabbi Yehuda Machayev, Rabbi Yehuda says, you're chai to take off Meister. That's because it looks and tastes like wine, so therefore Meister has to be taken off. So we see that Rabbi Yehuda holds that Temen needs to have Meister taken off of it. The Gemara answers, this is really what's being said, the Ame Aretz are not suspected of not taking Meister off of Temen. Why is that? Ame Aretzim don't take off Meister because they think that by taking off Meister, they're losing a lot of money. So therefore we have to suspect that they're not going to take off Meister off of regular produce. But Temed is not worth a lot of money anyway, so therefore they don't mind taking Meister off of it. Or Ibai Seima, alternatively, Nechshadu, we do suspect them of not taking Meister off of Temed. Vlaikasha, there's no stira. Hab Deravka, one's talking about where the Temed is made out of sediment at the bottom of the wine barrel, and that is actually considered wine because it has real wine in it, and that would have to have Meister taken off of it. Hab the Portsani, but the other one is talking about that it was Temed made out of seeds of grapes, and that's not real wine. That doesn't have any real wine juice or grape juice in it, and and that doesn't have to have Meister taken off of it. And the Mishnah had said, What is this Egyptian Zisom? Taner of Yosef, Sari, it's a third barley, Tlasa Kratami, a third saffron, Utlasa Milcha, and a third salt. Rav Papa Mapik Sari, Rav Papa says, Take out the barley, meaning don't put barley in it, Umayel Chiti, you should put wheat in it. Vesimanech, and how do we know who said what? Sisani, the way to remember it is by this word Sisani, which is a kli that's used to hold dates, but it has two S sounds in it. So Rav Yosef, he says, Sari. But what do we do with all these ingredients? Tarluhu, we soak them together, Vakailuhu and roast them together, Vatachniluhu and then grind them, Vishasiluhu and drink this drink, Midibchavadatsarta, from Pesach until Shvuas, the comet, if a person was constipated, marpile, so then it's gonna loosen his stools. Udurafian, if he's having diarrhea, makmitale, so then it's gonna stiffen his stools for him, and this is quite a versatile drink. Lachila Uliishu Baro. However, if a person's sick or a woman's pregnant, Sakanta, this is dangerous. As we know, the Surgeon General says you shouldn't drink certain things if you're pregnant. Why is this? Rashi says because it's gonna loosen their stools too much and it can be dangerous for them. We had sent the mission of Zaymishal Tsabayim, Dyer's Zaiman, Hachatargimu. Over here we explain what is this? Maya de Khivri, it's bran water, the Tsavibuhu Laba, that red skins are dyed with it.
The amilon shal tabachim, this cooks amilon, what is that? Pas, it's bread, tevua shalah shlesh, made out of grain that hasn't grown a third of its normal growth. Shemini chalpikadeir, we take this bread and it's placed on top of a cooking dish, v'shayeves hazuama, and it draws out all of the froth at the top of this dish. V'kailan shal seifrim, and scribes kailan. What is this? Hachatar guma, over here we explain, it's perur de ushkafi, it's actually shoemaker's glue. Whereas Rashim Chuzna Amar, he says no. Zeti fulan shal shirim, this is the paste that comes from the daughters of the wealthy people. Shemesharis aisai lubinai they leave it for the daughters of the poor people. So this is a hair removal cream that the poor girls used to get from the wealthy girls. Why is it that we have this detailed description? Because seifrim are those that teach Tyra, and they were usually poor and didn't have the luxury of using expensive creams. So the reason why we need to describe it as we do is because the wealthy girls put flour in it, thereby making it chametz, whereas the poor girls' cream was made out of plaster, which is not problematic on Pesach. That's what we have to say. It went from the wealthy ones to the poor ones. So we have this machalikas over here is kanshal seifrim shoemaker's glue, or as Rav Shimi Michuzna says, it's this hair removal cream. The Gemara asks, Aini, is that really so? Vatan Rebchia, Rebchia had taught Arba Mine, four of the types of things that are mentioned in our Mishnah, Medina. They're used by everyone in the Medina. Everyone uses them. That's Kutach, Beer, Vinegar, and Zisum. Ushleisha Mine, and three of the things that are mentioned in the Mishnah, Omnes, they're only used by craftsmen or for a specific craft, and that is Zaiman, Amilon, and Kailon. And now we're going to ask, if you're going to say this is actually hair removal cream, so what type of omnis is over here? What type of craft is this being used for? Everyone uses it, both the wealthy and the non-wealthy people. So the Gemara responds, what are you going to say that it is? It's shoemaker's glue? So why are you calling the Kalanshal Seifrim implying that it's used by scribes? Instead of calling it Kalan of Seifrim, we should just call it Kalan of Ratzanen of the shoemakers. And from the fact that we didn't say that, it must be that it's this hair removal cream. He answers, Really, it's the shoemaker's glue. So, why do we call it Kailan of Seifrim? We should just call it the shoemaker's glue. We answer, The Seifrim use it to glue their papers together, and that's why it's also called Kailan Shal Seifrim and has nothing to do with hair removal cream. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.